name is Maggie and I just happen to be black Could've named this black Margaret Ellen but ain't nobody saying all that I get to sit and talk to smart people that might be my friends All to get a greater understanding of how oppression might end But I don't always talk about business because edges they matter too So do credit scores and homesteading and how to find a good shoe I just want the space to be good for us and it's something that we own I ain't gonna talk y'all to death, I just want us all to grow Black Maggie Welcome back to the Black Maggie podcast and the vibe of the day um, for reusable shopping bags, right? Um, the kind that you can put your clothes in, the kind that you can fit, you know, your groceries in if you need to run by the store real quick, like for reusable shopping bags, the cute ones too, that's got the little, you know, at the bottom. Uh, and... My motivational quote for the day. Um, well, you know what? It's not a quote. This is just a this is a thought and a feeling. Um, as long as you have paid your bills, um, it's nobody's business what else you buy. Okay, take that into your spirit, let that marinate. I have a guest today that is going to help us reconcile whether or not. Retail therapy is a thing. The doctor is in. I have Dr. Michaela PV, DMP, MSN, RN, and she works in the mental health space. And I'm so excited to have you today. Welcome. Hey, thanks. Well, thank you. <laughs> so, I'm going to say welcome. Like, I know, like right? Look, <laughs> just polite. Just eat <laughs> So, um, I. I wanted to talk to you about this subject in particular. One, because I know you work in the mental health space. And two, because we're friends and I call you outfit. And (laughs) you always got the, you know, something that's nicely put together. So I know you shop. Um, So this is a good mesh of the two pieces. And we can really get into, you know, is retail therapy a real thing? So I'm going to start with that very simple question. Can you answer that? I know it ain't simple. <laughs> well, no. So actually, the the short answer is yes. Retail therapy is a real thing. Um, there are a lot of studies out there that show that when you are going through depression, um, anxiety, or very stressed, that there are endorphins that pick up and and lighten your mood when you are shopping and you're looking for things that you like. And it takes your energy and your focus off of whatever you're upset about Mm -hmm. and puts it onto you and something that you want to do. And so because you have that time and that space to focus on you, you, your mood is lifted and you actually come out with a better mood. So retail therapy actually is a thing it is a thing y'all you heard it okay she's a doctor we can believe what she said uh so the next time that there's some static when it's time to get that credit card out just tell whoever your accountability partner i need to boost my mood okay this is necessary this is essential get up out my face so i love that so Is there a particular, so like, so I have a favorite place. 
Um, and I've I've been trying to decide whether or not I'm gonna say the name because like I kind of want a brand deal, like a little bit, right? <laughs> so, but I have a favorite store, and anybody that shops it knows that like you can call ahead, mm-hmm. <laughs> tell them what your event is gonna be, tell them what mm-hmm. size you are, and tell them like if they, they have seasonal colors, so tell them like what colors you want, and they will get a dressing room ready for you at a particular time. I mean, like, they had this down before COVID. This is how they just always operated. And you go in, they take you straight to your dressing room, and you just, you know, live your life. And you try on the clothes, and then the things work, and then they suggest accessories and shoes and everything. And you just have your whole fashion moment in this beautifully decorated dressing room. Like, it's not stank looking with the little safety pins in the corner. Like, it's clean. It's nice. Um, And I always felt better when I left there. Like that's that's one thing that I missed when I was going through my um my weight journey. I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> was leaving that place, mm-hmm. um and and being able to finally kind of mm-hmm. get back to it. It's 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 nice, um, mm-hmm. but we're in the middle of COVID, so we can't mm-hmm. you know do it the same way. Um, what is your go to right. place? Like your go to happy shopping place, and it doesn't have to be closed. So, um, first of all, I need the name of that place because they sound bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, I would say my, you know, honestly, I can't even say I have a go-to place because even before COVID, I was a big online shopper. Mm-hmm. And so COVID didn't really stop me from that. So <laughs> I have a few little places that I shop online. Um I would say uh, Amazon has become my best friend. Okay. And I always feel good when I'm like buying things either for the house or even just little personal things for me. Um, I've recently got a bigger office at work. And so like literally I decked my whole office out from Amazon and it's bomb. I'm going to have to show you some pictures because my nice. office is kind of lit. Nice. Um, so Amazon is is probably one of my go-tos um, for myself if I want to shop and look for clothing. Um, I love Macy's. I love Target. Mm-hmm. Um, Fashion Nova. Um, yeah, I would say those are my three. I really got hooked on New York and Company for work clothes too. Mm. Um, and I had actually signed up for their, um, they have a subscription box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so I was just a few months. Yeah. So talk. let's talk about that. That uh-huh. was like the best thing ever to be able to have clothes to- me I try them on if they fit and I like them I probably gonna be my new move I love that right and so those subscription boxes I think that it feels like a present to yourself every month or every quarter so that Mm -hmm. that's another thing that can like it can still boost our mood right yep and we're still in line y'all look because I love I love getting my boxes like I'm excited when I pull up to the house and I see my little boxes there and I'm like okay yes and the one good thing is too I don't know about all you know subscription boxes but the one good thing about New York and companies not that I'm trying to be their plug but they actually let you pick out the items you want 
So you make yourself an on you you make yourself an online closet and they tell you to have at least 25 items in there Mm -hmm. and you can prioritize what items you want first and then they go off of your priority list and then they go down the line. So that's the one good thing about that too. So and that sounds like a fun online shopping experience too. So okay, so We've talked about retail therapy is a thing, right? And like, and I feel so good. My mood is boosted just knowing that I am, <laughs> this is, this can be in my self-care mm-hmm. uh, routine, but we also like to get that bag. Okay. So let's talk about mm-hmm. like responsibility a little bit, because I know like, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if you ever went through this phase. You tell me if, if you have. But I had a moment where it was like, okay, it's time to go shopping. I have a general thing that I, like, I'm, I'm about work clothes, right? I don't even mm-hmm. have a specific event. It'll just be mm-hmm. like a work clothes or a church clothes, right? Church clothes is where I got a lot mm-hmm. of mess in, mm-hmm. okay? And I'll say church clothes, <laughs> and I'll go <laughs> to this store, and I'm like, well, all of this looks good. Was just get it out right mm-hmm. and it took yeah. look and it took tony he was like um ma'am you you yeah. only have one body right you can only wear this so many times um do you need <laughs> six dresses mm-hmm. today at the same time right so like what yeah. what are you yeah. what's your advice when it comes to like balancing um and staying in that healthy space of retail therapy and like not going overboard um, to where it's like somebody's got to come get your cards from you. Yeah, so it's, I'm glad you brought that up. I actually, to prepare for this, I was reading an article that was in the Forbes um, about this very topic. And so one of the things that they talked about was how when you are going through these moods of you know being down and feeling like you need to pick me up, those are the times you tend to be impulsive the most. And so they did a study about people who um, did retail therapy and whether or not they regretted their purchases after the fact. And there, I want to say maybe 28% said they did. And then the rest of the, the group said, no, they were happy with their purchases. But um, impulsivity is a real thing, especially when you're talking, when you're talking about um, true mental disorders that can actually cause you to overspend, cause you to overdo it all. Um, you you can you can get yourself into a lot of trouble. So definitely wanting to be um, responsible with your resources. I would say if you know you're in a in a bad mood and you're doing this strictly to give yourself a pick me up, set yourself a limit. Give yourself a budget of what you can spend realistically what you can spend and stick to that. Mm-hmm. And I know my husband, he would be like, girl, bye, you won't even do that. But I'm practicing, I'm learning, I'm trying. Right. But in a real, if I was talking to a patient, this is what advice I would give them is that you want to make sure that you are limiting yourself and you don't overdo it and then turn around and regret what you did later. So be realistic with yourself. You know, can you afford to spend a hundred dollars at the mall today, knowing you still got a whole week to go before you get paid again? Or do you need to scale it back and say, okay, I can afford to spend $50 on Mm self-care. And I would even say, Mm -hmm. go a step further and, and proactively give yourself a budget for self-care, 
each pay period or even mm-hmm. once a month. And so you can set that money aside so that it can be kind of like your emergency self-care fund that, you know what, there's been a rough month at work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend this money on myself. I'm going to do something big because I don't set all this money to the side. So mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of different ways you can do it to be responsible, but the key is to definitely be responsible. Absolutely. And I love that. I love a self-care fund or like, and that's different from your rainy day money, right? It's like you right. you get done budgeting all your bills and all your emergencies and like your, your entertainment fund. That's something separate from yeah. your entertainment fund. Like you, you have all of that together, then, yep. you know, put that money aside, at least enough for like a pedicure, right? Right. Like at least right. that much. Put that yeah. to the side on a regular basis. And if you can hold on to it for a while and like save up, like I like, I like gold purchases. Like if I have a yeah. thing that it's like, Ooh, I really want like my birthday. So every fourth or fifth birthday, I get myself a car. That's what I, you know, that's what I've been doing for the last okay. what three cycles of it. Like I, I get myself a car, mm-hmm. but I put money to the side. I don't say yes to every outing. I don't go to all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just having those yeah, goals, right? You did it. And then like, and then you yeah. have that big mm-hmm. rush and you get to mm-hmm. enjoy it later. Um, yeah. I get into like stuff like that and I like, like that depreciates, but I also like jewelry. Um, that's a thing between mm-hmm. like me and Tony know, like if some, if we need, like if I need a boost and I've just been in a way, he knows he can change mm-hmm. my day. With a little piece of jewelry, like you know, a little piece of something cute, doesn't have to be expensive, <laughs> but like a mm-hmm. something that I can keep and have later. And I think that when you were talking about regretting it, if it's something yeah. that will last, that it's not like something disposable, um, something that you'll be able to have, like mm-hmm. in five years from now, you can go get it and it still, you know, looks good and is usable and all of that. I think that that, that yeah. helps with the not having regret. Um, so you're, yeah. you are yeah. a fashionista. Okay. Like your, your outfits are always <laughs> together. It's always like, you know, it's a mood. It's a vibe always. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I kind of wanted to talk about, cause we're, we were talking about like not regretting your purchases and all of that. And so now we're going to get into fashion. You are always, mm-hmm. um, you always look timely, but you never look dated. Right. Like you, it, it's like you can take your pieces mm-hmm. like in between spaces, but it's always like current, but it doesn't look like you're dressing yeah. for right now. So let's have a, right. just a girl talk conversation with the people about like, how do you pick, <laughs> how do you like build your, like, this is how I'm going to get my vibe together. Wow. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> So one, I don't really follow trends. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't really look at trends when I'm thinking about clothes. I literally shop for what I like. If mm-hmm. I think it'll look good on me, then I buy it. Um, I don't really, it's funny because Stanley messes with me about that all the time because he's like, man, literally something I put on for work the other day, he was like, Wow little do I know about fashion. I would have never put those two pieces together, but it actually looks good. So mm-hmm. I don't, I just shop for me. Like a, I shop for fit one, cause I don't want to be out here with two little clothes on. Um, 
but then also others I feel like flatter me what um patterns I think flatter me so um because I'm one of the you know I'm curvy so I I recognize that not everything was made for curvy sisters and that's okay and so I I stick to you know what I love you know I like wearing I wear a lot of black um but then I also wear a lot of bold colors too I really love reds um yellows um oranges peachy tones, pink tones, things that I really think look good against my dark skin. So um, I don't stay up with the trends. Like I couldn't tell you, you know, what they're saying is going to be the best thing this season, Mm -hmm. but I just shop for me. I shop for my body type. I shop for, again, my likes. Um, If I know I love a mixture of colors together, then I'll, I'll buy it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I know I'm looking for a solid mood, then I'll just look for something with a solid color. Um, but yeah, I don't, that's, it's funny you say that. Cause I don't real, I don't think I'm on trend, uh, mm-hmm. because I don't shop for trendy stuff, but right. then I'll wear something and be like, oh man, like that's kind of dope. So mm-hmm. it's just, it's just a balance. Like I, I, if I could say, give any advice, I would just say shop for you. Don't worry about what's on trend. Don't worry about what other people are doing. Where would you like? I think that's the difference maker. You know, you and my mom have kindred spirits. Uh, when it comes, when it <laughs> I love comes, your mama. I love your mama. Oh my goodness. When it comes to the closet and I'm like, y'all know me, a uh, t-shirt and fill in the blank, right? Like that's nine times out of 10, that's what you can catch me in. But um, I take cues from both of you when it comes to things. It's like, okay, like pick the color that you like, right? And then pick the cut. And then, like, kind of build mm-hmm. out. From, I've learned a lot from yep. you both. I have. Um, I appreciate having <laughs> you. Um, but just to know that you don't follow trends at all is, I think that, I think that that's what makes me say like timeless, because it's like yeah. the the outfits make sense for the moment and like go with time. And it's funny because you'll see like yeah. some of the color patterns come up later right like it'll be like oh that's really cute and then you see it like show up later on so that's it I um Mm -hmm. I don't know I didn't I didn't Mm -hmm. want to make this too long of a conversation but I did want to have fun um oh I know what I know what question (laughs) I want to ask what is your so not fashion over, right? Everybody like is right. answer fashion over in this space. What is your go-to inexpensive place to buy clothing? Uh, if I can't use that one, mm-hmm. then my next best one. Um so there's a site called She In. Oh yeah. I I have purchased a lot of work from them mm-hmm. um now I will say you know the, the material and the quality isn't the best okay but if you need a real little inexpensive I just need a quick little outfit mm-hmm. um it, it's good I mean their, their prices are extremely reasonable in fact they are less expensive than Fashion Nova um but but they actually have some cute pieces now again they probably won't last two to three washing cycles right but 
Fast fashion. You get what no. you pay for it. Right. Exactly. Fast fashion and you get what you pay for it. So so yeah, I, I would I would recommend them. And they have all sizes. They do go up to plus size. Okay. So um so yeah, I that would be my other alternative if I couldn't take Fashion Nova. Okay, cool. Well, I feel really good about what we were able to bring to the people today because I'm like, I, I know that a lot of times women get shamed about shopping, right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, oh, she's spending up all the money out of it. Like, no, she's keeping from cutting y'all. Okay. Let her buy mm-hmm. <laughs> the little one, two things that she, that make yeah. her happy. Um, so that you can keep your mood boosted. Um, and I appreciate yeah. the fact that, you know, that we touched on um, different ways to be responsible and all that. Do you have anything else that you think is like, I really wanted to share that, but I didn't ask a question. Like, did I, did I do my job and ask you everything? And do you have something left that you want to share with the people? The only thing I do want to share is that um, back to the responsibility piece is really knowing your okay. mental state. So if I can say anything else, because there are, and I touched on it briefly, but there are some mental illnesses, um, bipolar disorder being the main one that can really cause you to, especially in this arena, when we're talking about spending money and retail therapy, where it can actually be detrimental and actually be a sign of uh, mental illness. And so one of the the key indicators with bipolar disorder is having really high highs and really low lows. And during those high moments, you can be very impulsive, spend a lot of money, develop like gambling habits, spending habits. Um, so I just want the people to be mindful that it's one thing if you know that your mental state is, is healthy and you know you are truly operating from a space of this is just my individual coping mechanism and you're doing it responsibly versus if others around you are saying like, uh, you just spent a thousand dollars this month and you don't really have anything to show for it. And you're starting to show a pattern of that kind of behavior. Then I would encourage you to start to seek help um, because there is a point where it no longer becomes a healthy coping mechanism, but then it can, it turns into an actual symptom of a possible mental illness. So I just want us to be mindful of that. It's okay to do a little bit, but be aware of what your mental state is and be aware of any behavioral changes that you're noticing in yourself or if your friends and your loved ones are telling you that they're noticing behavioral changes because um, like I said, especially with bipolar disorder, we see heavy spending as Mm -hmm. one caters of, okay, they may have this disorder. Um, So just want to make people aware of that. Absolutely. And so, so then let's touch on that for a second. Would you suggest like, um, either like an accountability partner. I know like people, people take their time when it comes to getting into therapy. Right. And so like step next before like into full blown regular therapy, which I think everyone should figure out how to get in some way, but the step one before therapy, like accountability partners, what does it look like to like set up and make sure you've got a healthy space? Yeah, I would definitely say having an accountability partner or even being not being shut off to hearing from people that know you best. Right. Mm -hmm. So 
it's one thing if a coworker who you don't really normally talk to says something, but it's a whole nother thing when your girlfriend, your your best friends, your your husband, your your whoever, your parents say that they notice a change in your behavior. So don't be shut off to that because these people know you. And so if they recognize a difference in your behavior, then you may want to start having some self-awareness and like, mm, okay, did, did, did I really, am I doing, did I do, you know, mm-hmm. have that moment. But yeah, definitely want to have an accountability partner. Trust that the people that you love who know you best know you best and they know what's right for you. And they're not going to tell you anything wrong. Um, so if you don't even think about going into therapy, those would be the things I would say you need to at least focus on. Okay. But well, you all heard it, okay? <laughs> it is. It is. I know, but I know people like slow walk into that thing yeah. and it's just like, okay, like you know, you 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 need to have something in place because like therapy, that's a piece of the puzzle, right? So that can kind of that accountability. Yeah. That having people that you, you know, that you trust to tell you the truth, that can be mm-hmm. like the building blocks into the whole thing that therapy can fit inside of um, yeah. for your whole wellness plan. And I won't even get into the whole conversation about the African-American community and why we don't seek therapy, because that could be a whole nother day's conversation. But but yeah, therapy is essential and any kind of way you can get it, please get it. Okay, but give us a minute on that though. We because we need to hear because this that this whole platform (laughs) is about us surviving and thriving as black women in America. So give it to us. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I didn't know if we wanted to go that deep, but but definitely, you know, I think um historically, you know, African American in the community, we we don't share, right? You know, grandma and them tell us, you know, you need to go in the in the back when they're talking about adult issues or you know they don't Mm. they don't share family business and family issues and so or if something happens in the family then you know we're told to kind of sweep it under the rug and and Mm -hmm. act like you know it didn't happen and so in a lot of ways that's how we function as a community you know when things happen to us we brush it under a rug we act Mm -hmm. like it didn't happen and then we try to move on but that's why so many of us are walking around broken because grandmama and them should have given us the opportunity to express ourselves and to really address when things happen to us and so you have a lot of African-American people with mental illness from childhood trauma. It's a real thing. Um, But we don't recognize that and we don't seek help for it because once we get to adulthood, we start to operate just like grandmama and them. And so then it becomes this generational thing where now we're teaching our children the same way. And so we just have Mm -hmm. generations of people broken who don't know how to heal properly because we were never told that therapy is okay, that mental illness is real. That's even a whole nother thing because I know that in the black community, we don't even believe in mental illness. A lot of times we try to say, you know, Oh yeah, we knew so-and-so was crazy or yeah, you know, we knew they were alcoholic, but it wasn't that big of a deal, but no, these Uh are serious illnesses that require treatment, but we, we belittle those things and we act as though they're not real things um, because we don't want to address it. Right. We don't want to show that we aren't, the strong uh, people that we are, but, you know, in fact, it's weak 
to not get help. You look stronger mm-hmm. and you are stronger when you go get help for those things that you're struggling with. So, you know, it, it's sad. It's so sad because we are one of the only communities that do not want to acknowledge mental illness and actually seek help for it. And so that's one of the main reasons I went into mental health is because one, there aren't a lot of providers that look like me, but then two, there aren't a lot of, uh, patients willing to seek help because they think, okay, I'm only going to be able to talk to somebody who doesn't look like me. So I don't want to talk to white people about my problems because they don't understand. Right. So, so now I wanted to be in a space where no, now you can't use that as a crutch, right? Now you can't use that as an excuse because now there are providers that look like you. There are several of us out there that look like you that can help you get through this. So now what's your excuse? Right. Like, let's take all that off the table. And now what's your excuse for why you don't want to get help healthy and healed? So that's Mm -hmm. my soapbox, girl. I won't even even trust you with my stuff. (laughs) Don't you know that that's why that is why you were the one for this, because I know that once you get into your flow, you're going to let us have it. okay? and I appreciate that so much because it's like, well, why do we need retail therapy in the first place? Because we're broken. (laughs) because we're broken there are areas that are you know of injury there's things that are wrong and we need something to help us be able to deal with it and I'm so tired of us always you know deciding to be strong and you know and we're in the middle of this election cycle and everybody's like black women are gonna save the world and it's like no Uh ma'am uh-uh not this go around, boo. You got to do your own stuff too. You got to, yes. <laughs> you have to show up for your own stuff because we're going to take care of ourselves now. Yes. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. And I just wish we all would take that stance of taking care of ourselves. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, especially as black women, like you said, we have taught to take care of everybody. You know, we take children, we take care of our parents, we take mm-hmm. care of, you know, our community. We, we, we have to be the caretakers of everything and we, we don't take care of ourselves. We don't invest in ourselves. And so, you know, yeah, retail therapy is a way to, to cope, but let's get some other healthier coping mechanisms that really are good for ourselves you know what I mean because like Mm -hmm. you said clothing and jewelry depreciate but Mm -hmm. uh, me investing in myself and reading a book and and you know giving myself knowledge and really doing things you know getting therapy and having a a free space to talk um, unbiasedly um, those things have a very lasting value Um, and and so just being mindful of that like we have to take care of ourselves we have to as women have the ability to shut off and say you know what I don't want to be a mom today I don't want to be a wife today I need to Mm -hmm. focus on me as a woman and an individual today and then I'll pick back up with you later but let me have this space let me let me heal let me let me go through this process so um so definitely I I think um like I said therapy is essential therapy works there's Mm -hmm. a lot of um data out there to support you know um why obviously therapy is essential and why we need it but I would encourage you know all your listeners that especially the African-American community, it is okay to admit you have mental illness. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It is okay. We are the leading population of those with mental illness, but we, in the United States, but we are also the leading community that doesn't seek help for it. Well, yeah. We got to change that. We got to change that. 
And I, and I think that, um, Lord have mercy. I, I'm so glad this turned into a big conversation. There <laughs> are systemic and historic, very real reasons that we lead in that space. Come right? on. And I think that as long as we call a thing a thing and acknowledge mm-hmm. where we are actually injured, right? Mm-hmm. Like, accept the fact that you should feel traumatized by seeing something traumatic on TV. Right? Absolutely. That's the that's an appropriate response. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's not Absolutely. you being extra like, I don't even know them people. You don't have to because trauma don't work like that. It doesn't. Exactly. I, I just I'm, I'm so glad that we um, are able to do some some liberation work in this conversation. Like, I know that mm-hmm. people are going to care about retail therapy um, because we like to shop and we like to talk about things like that. But at the end of the day, um, acknowledging that there have been injuries acknowledging that you know that we have places that are broken that need healing yeah and and recognizing that seeking professional assistance first of all i mean i know we talk about like reparations and stuff like that but but my my full spiel on black liberation is is holistic Okay. Yes. And so yes. then, yeah, some money for the injuries. Mm-hmm, I believe in that, but I also believe that um, access to adequate trauma response care is mm-hmm. is essential as well. You know, that yes. was one of the first things when everything kicked off. I'm like, act like this happened in the lobby downstairs, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. send out all the stuff that you would send if 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 the things that we saw on TV happened downstairs in this building. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's all it's just, it's still needed, yes. and I think that uh, I just I'm glad that we got a chance to hold this conversation. You know, this ain't supposed to be too long of a podcast, <laughs> but I mean, when you when you got to hold a big conversation, you just got to you know dig your heels in and have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm always willing to come back, girl. We can have deep conversations all the time. <laughs> Look, so then, so then here's the thing. Um, so I've been talking to my guests. And I want to have a, you know, I know, like, know I love a good round table, town yeah. hall discussion. And yeah. I want everyone to come together because everyone's coming from different spaces, right? Yeah. We got sociology, we got mental health, we got hair, we have um, massage and body and energy work. Um, we also have like homesteading, like everybody is, is coming from a different space. Because again, my philosophy on black liberation is holistic. And everybody mm-hmm. has a seat at the table because it's needed. Um, yes. So thank you for coming. Please come thank back to the round me. table. <laughs> yes, yes. Please thank do. you for having me. Absolutely. Okay. So y'all, um, this is the point where y'all going to hear somebody's cousin's mixtape. Um, <laughs> it's going to be some song. Uh, and like the, I'm going to be real transparent. The songs are um, added as they are received. And so, ooh, I'm still recording. The songs are added as they're received. Um, so it's going to be somebody, um, whoever it is, they had a dream and they wanted to be heard. And so then we make space for them. So I thank every single artist. Um, I thank you, uh, Dr. Michaela Peavy. Whenever you decide to write that book, let me know because I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you all have a great, great day. I hope you were energized by this. Thanks for listening to the Black Maggie podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. 
Once again, thank you for listening to Black Maggie Podcast. And for your listening pleasures, this episode brings you good morning uh, from Issa Ali. It features Sophia Aris, Merck, Lauren Nico, and QB Barksdale. You can actually listen to the whole album on Apple Music, as well as Spotify and any other platform you choose to listen to your music on. Uh, and thank you very much. I hope you enjoy. Good morning.